Hey there, Blessed Mama. We are here to help you, the working mom, manage your personal and professional life without losing your mind. This is a podcast for you. I'm Blair Critch, and I went from a teacher to a stay-at-home to a seven-figure online business owner. And listen, that didn't happen overnight. It happened after we actually hit rock bottom. Bankruptcy that shook us. Then to find out my husband had an addiction problem, I decided that day I would grow and learn how to build a flexible business of freedom. Now today, I'm passionate about teaching other women the exact same thing through systems and strategies full of faith, fun, and drive. What is up? I am Kelly Hoover, retired corporate pharmaceutical rep to network marketing millionaire and small business owner. After recovering from a brain tumor, I knew I wanted to go after my dreams and make life happen. You know, quit waiting around for the perfect time. So I learned social media and how to master my time, and then the magic really started happening. If you are looking to create connections and own your time management skills, then this is the place for you. Let's do it. Hello there, Blessed Mama Bosses. You're in for a special podcast episode today. You better be excited. Have you ever heard before of somebody mentioning your feminine and masculine qualities? We all have both inside of us. Which one do you find that you end up relating with more? Well, today we have an amazing friend of mine who is internationally recognized as an embodiment and feminine coach. That's right. It's Sandy Sempler. And before we get her into talking, I want to share a little bit about Sandy. First of all, she is the creator of Sacred She Program. She is all about empowering women to break up with toxic patterns that limit their love, your business, your success, and instead embrace a joy-filled, abundant life. I mean, just saying that makes me excited. I love it. You guys can't see right now, but but Sandy has this adorable cheerleading pom-pom, which is so perfect for her. And I'll tell you why in a second, but she's like shaking it. And you guys can't see that on the podcast, but it's amazing. And Sandy's Sacred She program was created after her own 10-year healing journey, which I have been able to see from the sidelines and intertwined a little bit with. And I want you guys to know this as well before we get started. All the information about Sandy is going to be in the show notes, but I want you to know that she's a certified pranic healer, level three, certified advanced theta healer, and she has her own life's journey and experience. So when she's sharing today, you can know that this is coming from an authentic and real place. But you can also know that it's coming from somebody who has done the work and has the advanced theta healer, has the pranic healer. And that's really important. So be careful where you're listening and getting advice from. That's like a big thing for me. So I want to tell you guys something really quick too about Sandy. God intertwined us years ago with the first network marketing business I was ever in, Stella and Dot. And I immediately was drawn to her. She had so much success so fast. And the first feeling that I got being totally honest here is jealousy, right? Because as women, that just seems to be one that comes up quite often. I had jealousy. Then I got to know her and I realized she is one of the most loving, inspiring, kind women I've ever met in my life. She is always cheering other women on from the sidelines. And I love that quality about her, but I have been able to literally watch over the last I think eight or 10 years that I've known her, her different journeys that she's been through as, as have I, and she's seen that. And we've been able to say to each other in a very real way, like, Hey, I'm seeing this from the sidelines, what's going on. And I love that. So when Sandy said yes to coming on this podcast today, my big goal for all of you that are listening in is number one, that you'll take this 15 or 20 minutes for yourself. Listen, 
and allow yourself to be open to hearing the things that she's sharing. And then the second, I know that Sandy's going to share with you guys how you can have better relationships how you can be a better mom, how you can be better in your relationships, maybe with your spouse, in your business, with your success. And that is exactly what Blessed Mama Bosses is all about. So Sandy, thank you so much for joining us today. And if you guys want to see this video, you can check it out on our YouTube channel. You can go to blessedmamabossesvideos.com and check out our YouTube channel because Sandy's a gorgeous woman. You're going to want to see her and she just like exudes confidence and energy that you're going to want to see in person if you can. But Sandy, let's start off with like, what do you even mean by we have feminine and masculine energy? Like I'm a woman. How is that possible? Well, first off, thank you. I would like to use that intro um, in everything that I do. And um, thank you for the acknowledgement. We have gone way back and seen each other in different phases. And, you know, let me just kind of go where this all started, if that's okay. Yes. You know, for me, for me, um, when you and I met, I was building a very successful Stella, you know, the Stella business. I can say that. Can I say that? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. I don't know if you had it yet. So it's and, a podcast. Uh, you can say whatever you want. Okay. All right. I love that. That works for me. Um, <laughs> no, when I was, but I, but, but I was uh, successful as, and because I was actually, I realized now I've always been a very driven woman. Um, I've been working since I was 12 when my dad left, right. I've been working to help pay the bills for my mom. And I say this uh, with all due respect, because we have the feminine and masculine in all of us. Generally, we are going to be leading with one or the other, and it might be opposite of what our core energy is. A lot of women that I, that I work with, you know, actually show up with me, uh, show up to work with me because they actually have a masculine mask over their feminine essence. And just because we might be a, a woman doesn't mean that we naturally lead with our feminine. And so that's why we developed this quiz that, you know, the quiz that I mentioned to you is sandysumbler.com slash quiz, which is going to be in the show notes. But for me, when you met me, um, yes, I was successful. And, um, and I don't even remember much about that, Blair, because I was in such survival mode. Um, I had left a, uh, an abusive marriage with my then 10-year-old son, and I spent two years um, doing all the things right. Left, I was in a shelter, had my son built that business. Um, I didn't know what was going to be next. I needed to eat all the things. Right. Um, and my, he kept threatening to cut me off and do horrible things to me. So I was in counseling three times a week. And because if I was going to do it, I was going to do it really, really, let's just say balls to the wall. Um, which I don't that is not that. surprising at all. <laughs> no, it, it, it's not, but, but this is what I want to share. And the reason why I'm, um, I'm not a huge fan of like the whole boss babe mentality because it generally is coming from a place of a toxic masculine, toxic feminine, which I'll go into. So anyway, real, real quick for your audience that may not know me is that I, um, I left that relationship to, you know, two years. I was on a, a, my, what I like to call a masculine cleanse. I wasn't dating or any of that Bible studies, building this business, had great friends like you. Um, I mean, prayerful, prayerful friends. And worked all the time, had my son, you know, whatever. But as soon as I started dating again, as you know, I, um, I can remember there were two men in, uh, in particular, one that adored me and, you know, was nurturing and what have you. And then another that was like same song, different record. He was aloof. He was avoidant all these other things. And I could not get enough of him. Mm-hmm. And it was what I, and what happened is, is that, um, you know, we had this relationship, long story short, I got in front of Tony Robbins due to a dear friend of mine that is no longer with us. That's Rachel that, you know, mm-hmm. I had a four hour intervention with Tony 
And he introduced me to, he's like, wow, Sandy, you are, a, you know, you're a beautiful woman inside and out. He said, but you are a dude. And I remember like, huh? like, I was like, what? And so he let me know um, on very high level that I was in major survival mode. And so from there and true, like your fashion, Sandy, similar fashion, I had to know more. And so I started working with Tony and other, other teachers around the world. I have, you know, I have worked with so many people in this embodiment, feminine, masculine space. The, the, the pranic healing and theta is a huge part of my, my, the way I coach people and my programs. Um, but I have worked with these embodiment coaches around the world because what I realized is, is that the reason why I had, I kept attracting these people in my life is because not because I was emotionally, not because they were unemotionally unavailable, they were, but because my childhood patterns made that feel like home. Mm. And so we are, our brain is made to make us safe, not happy. And I wanted to make sure that um, the masculine feminine, yes, this does play a big part. Um, it's a huge part of the way I teach and the way I teach it. Um, but to understand that you could learn just like I did everything I needed to know because how I got into the embodiment and the, the in, intuitive healing space with my work is that I did everything from my head. Everything was in this beautiful noggin that God gave me, but I wasn't feeling anything from the neck down. And I don't just mean like in our, our feminine part, but I mean, I, what was pleasure? I mean, did I really stop to like enjoy an ice cream cone? Did I really enjoy my successes? Did I allow myself to fill in the blank? So. Um, what happened from that space is where I'm at now, you know, eight years later, you know, in a beautiful relationship with, um, with someone who I attracted into my life and me into his, you know, John and I believe that the best spiritual practice is to be in a monogamous relationship with someone that you know will trigger you, but they are committed to doing some type of work to up level. And so I like to run everything through a filter of is the world better if I, is the world better if I'm a guest on your show? I get asked to do a lot of things and I've gotten really good about being boundaried. And, um, you know, there's a toxic and a sacred way that we can do many things. And so there is a toxic masculine and there's a toxic feminine and there's a sacred feminine and masculine. And why I use sacred, um, as I mentioned to you before we, we came on after, before we prayed, is that sacred to me, and this is Sandy Silver's version, is what are we doing moment to moment? We have agency over our bodies. Um, I don't think we need to work on anything divine. I think God's made us, we're beautiful, but we do, God, he's given us free will. What are we going to do in the here and now? And so what I do is I help women tease things apart um, and shine the light on maybe where there have been some hiccups, um, maybe their relationship. And you, you, you have done such a beautiful job promoting marriage, uh, which I love. And I can imagine in this group that you've created, which I'm a part of, and I love it. Um, there are women who still are probably feeling unseen, unheard, and not understood. And I can guarantee you there's men that actually feel our closure, feel our criticism, and feel our control. And what I do in my programs, and John, my husband, and I you know, do this work. Sometimes we do this together. He has his groups, and we come together. Um, we teach the conversations between men and women. Now, that's different than masculine and feminine. So I'm going to try to squeeze in as much as I can this 15 yeah, minutes. And please do. if ladies want more information, we'll go there. Um, Before I think you go on to share more, though, Sandy, can you tell them what the quiz is about and why they should go take the quiz really quick? Yeah, thank you. for Thank okay. you. See, this is an example of Blair right now being my sacred masculine. She Because the sacred masculine is going to be orderly. 
<laughs> no, no, it's so, but no, it's great. No, but this is beautiful. Yeah, like, no, it's neat. I'm like, it's oh, so this neat. is so funny. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it, you become start getting aware. It's uh, it's the boundaries. Now, if Blair was being kind of bitchy in it and she's like <laughs> so rigid, that's the toxic boundaries, the toxic masculine, where mm. we're so rigid in our boundaries that we don't let any light in. So, so we're not, you know, again, there, I'll, I can, I can educate you more. But this quiz that John and I created is to actually be an entry-level way for you to determine how are you leading in your relationships? And so it will start giving you a deep dive into the masculine and the feminine. And then also I have like, I have my, we have my groups and things like that, but this is a great way to start Sandy, sandysembler.com slash quiz. Because like I mentioned, I was leading in my masculine because I was, I was constantly, my brain again, was keeping me in this place of you know, work, 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 because I might, our house may foreclose like it did when I was a little girl, our car may get repossessed like it did when I was a little girl. And remember that reptilian part of our brain is essentially our inner child. And so when I, there's no way in heck and hell I could do the work that I do and help women in their healing journey to become more vibrant, to become more effervescent, to actually become more successful using what God gave you, which is the masculine and the feminine. If we did not have you reacquaint yourself with your little girl. Mm -hmm. And so I have amazing exercises where we do that. And sometimes it's just literally talking to her. Like she is beside you. Like I ask her, I've known Blair for a long time. Do you remember her? Like, what do you think about us going on this, this, this podcast? And that may sound really goofy, but when's the last time you actually slowed down and allowed her to have a say-so in your life? Because what I did at 12 years old, when I had, what I can count the first traumatic experience happened to me, she, I had to become an adult like that. And she was put away. So I got goosebumps telling me that. So Again, we're not wronging anyone here. Um, you know, I, I love to educate women on the differences between men and women, to be men and men and women, excuse me. Um, and those, those three things I said, the closure, if men feel as closed or criticize them or control them, they're done. They're closed down, right? And then if we don't feel seen, heard, and understood, then we start getting controlling and we criticize, we do the very thing that's going to push them away. And by the way, our brain's made to do that because it, we're trying to protect ourselves. And anytime, you know, I use a lot of energetics, um, quantum physics, believe it or not, in my work. And, um, you know, everything's energy. And so yes. again, like me putting out there, attracting men that were going to abuse me, hurt me, manipulate, control me, not be unavailable, um, had to do with, you know, some of that, a mirror of myself, even though I didn't seem controlling and manipulative, but you mentioned something so beautifully and so raw and authentic, which is one reason I've always been drawn to you because um, you and I were pacing partners, you know, in our business many, many times, because we were always vying for the, for the number one. We were, yes. we were always like, <laughs> yes, you know, we soft. were. <laughs> yeah. And, it, and by the way, the competition, the, the competitive side of us is the masculine, right? What you'll find in, in a lot of businesses. And when I was in the mortgage business and had my mortgage companies, you know, they trained us and when we were leading branches is to pit people that were very good together pit and pit is the right word. Cause it's not very healthy. Um, and, and cause they want to be number one. Right. And if it's not healthy or sacred, it can be, it can take a whole organization down, which I think you and I've seen numerous times, right. Not just in direct sales, but in other areas of our life, yes. including relationships. So, but you said I was jealous at first, which is the mm -hmm. toxic feminine is anytime that we are comparing ourselves 
they were looking in the mirror or for God's sakes, Instagram, these young girls, we have to really let them know. I mean, I just, I'm all about the energetics too, you know, teaching them, but not just teach them from the head. Like I love to work with the energy in there because a lot of the things that we're dealing with have been passed down from generation to generation, to generation, to generation. Even the way we define success, which you and I talked about earlier, that, you know, our view of success um, could be very different. And so when I use theta healing in this space, we test the core level because there can be uh, trauma in the womb. Anybody that may have been a product of rape or maybe maybe the parents got in a fight and they're they're hovering over the belly and they, you know, well, I never wanted to have a baby anyway. And maybe they didn't mean that. But it, but if our kids can listen to baby Einstein in the belly, can they not hear those things, too? So um, and then genetic level, then which is anything seven generations back and then history and what have you. So I like to really. I want, I want my, my women and couples we work with to have success. So we see this all across the board, but it's always easy to start with the masculine and the feminine. Do you have the same relationship showing up, not just in, in your intimate partnership? Um, maybe you have been married for 25 years, but you have the same patterns that show up in your relationship. Maybe they're the same patterns that show up in your business. Maybe they're the same patterns that show up in your friendship. Because now that I just turned 50, it's amazing. Ooh, that looking good, girl. Yeah, the sister wounds that we have are big. Mm. And, um, and then you have to go back to those patterns too. So it, gossip is so toxic feminine. It's yeah. so, and again, you know, we like to see, have tell people too, you know, can you see the divine in them? Can you see God in them? And then you operate from there. And, um, you know, of course, I know you and I share the same faith. I will say this, our programs are non-denominational and I got to download, you know, God's like open this up because I find that, um, you know, there's, there's so many women that need this work and that boss babe mentality, um, you know, may not be people that, that are, you know, in, in this, this faith. I mean, so I love work. It gives a different perspective and it also is really great because we all come to this this life actually full of judgment, even though God may tell us not to. So I give women permission with a framework, a masculine framework to judge. And I do it. It's very clear. Like I, when you did this, I judge you to be a woman who, and made me feel this and it made me want to. And then you close your eyes and you're like, you find the part that's just like you. And some people, it takes them a long time to find the just like you. But then finally you're like, you open your eyes. It's like, Oh, just like me. And what my goal is with women and and is to allow them to become more conscious and aware, because I believe in the way I teach is that we're always transmitting. And so even though some of you ladies may never see my face, if you were listening to this, what are you feeling from me? Like, what's the energy? What do you feel? You know, what is that? You know, Blair, you mentioned when you met me, you felt, you felt my success. You felt, you felt my heart, but there was like this. I call it Chihuahua energy, this yes. frenetic. Yes, that is the best explanation. Yeah. And, and I can, you know, I can say that, you know, there's a many times like you and I've talked and I want to have you slow down because mm-hmm. we can have as much success when we're talking slowly. If y'all yes. remember Erin um, Lightly and my fair lady, they had her put marbles in her mouth and talk. It was so, because like Tony said to me, you know, staccato gun cadence. It, it is appalling and emasculating to a man. 
And it is not, it, it's not coming from a place of love. It's actually coming from a place of scarcity, even though we may have tons of success behind us. And I know, you know what I'm talking about when you're in survival mode and survival mode can, can mean for some of us getting to the next level, meeting our quota for the month. So what yes. I do is I teach women, um, you know, as John works with the men, like, how can you still meet those goals from a place of fullness? How can we actually live in our feminine and allow the masculine structure here? Now, there are some women that I work with that their core essence is masculine. And then, and so, but they actually realize that there's, they don't have a lot of vibrancy, that they're, they're bringing in men that might be more feminine. That dynamic may work from polarity standpoint. However, she still is lost in producing this. So this is why this work actually works with same sex couples as well, because someone's always going to be the more masculine pole than the feminine. And I'm sure, you know, what you've discovered in your marriage that when the two of you show up, you know, at masculine, masculine, it's depolarizing. There's no hot, juicy, there's no hot sex in that. There's nothing. And so, um, cause it's just depolarizing. So John and I teach the men how to out masculine, our masculine, and I'm going to teach you how to actually evoke your own feminine here. And maybe if he tends to go to a feminine space and you're kind of icked out by it, that pleaser energy that most women don't love, yeah. um, how you can out feminine his feminine. And it is quite artistic. So, um, and, and that's where the embodiment work with me. If you, if you find me on Instagram and such, I mean, I am in the embodiment space because we can have all this information here, but if we're not bringing it in. There's a way that you can let him know that you're pissed off without giving him a long text message or, um, you know, giving, reading him the right act. When you see him, all the reasons, five reasons why he should put the dishes in the dishwasher. But what you could do is make art with it. And so I have become the Academy Award goes to Sandy Sembler and all of my sacred she students. And how can you let him know that you're hurting or how can you let him know that you're irritated that he didn't put the damn dishes in the dishwasher or that your heart's broken um, or that you're scared. You know, John and I, you know, he, he, we worked together now since um, he retired. And, you know, since I'm going to brag for a second and, um, and that's something else, the women in my group, giving them permission to have an open-hearted brag. I was raised a a Southern Baptist, South Carolina girl. You don't brag and you don't judge, but there's a way that we can cheer. Here's a, this is why I had to give myself a cheer practice. So in my work, just like we practice piano, we practice yoga, um, we practice prospecting, right? Right. I have to teach some people how to practice being proud of themselves, how to cheer themselves on, how to bring joy in their life. Because we can get addicted to an emotion. I got addicted to sadness. And so I Or even being addicted, or I don't know if addicted is the right word for this one, but immediately when you said that, Sandy, I think about all the women that when I compliment them, they can't take a compliment. Right. And that was me for many years. Like now I've learned how to accept the compliment in a way that feels authentic to me and allow myself to feel joy in that moment of somebody giving me the compliment. But man, it took a long time and I don't know where that comes from. I don't know if it comes from us feeling naughty. Yeah. So it's, that was, that to me is really huge, but I want to go back to one point that you made, which was. Hold on one second. I didn't, you you just brought up something. I can't, no, you brought up something. I'm going to step in right now. Do it. I hope that what you do, and I'm, I'm going to coach you for a second. When you, you find the, find the part in you that you believe the part that you and I, when we do our theta session, we're going to get to the bottom of that. I took, just took a note, but listen, find the part that's true. Find the part. And you sort of say authentically, and you say, I received that. And that's all you have to say. 
And it is the biggest gift to the other person. And by the way, when women can't accept a compliment, which I see that all the time, and I, I do a whole, I whole, uh, I use hypnosis and meditation and what have you as well, is that, you know, it's, it's a receiving and giving. So you and I, even though, you know, obviously with COVID, many of my, on, my live workshops have been, you know, we, we've moved online to a lot. You'd be amazed that you and I could do a process here and I, we would, and you would feel connected and it would, because the repetition is the mother of skill. The more I can get you into practice of bringing joy, I'll give you a joy practice. I'll give you a cheer practice. I'll give you a receiving compliments practice. Um, you know, I have a, how to find, how to find your feminine flow in, in the day. How can you embody that? Every time you walk through a doorway, check in and see, am I feeling vibrant right now? And if you're not, you know, do something. It may be a skip. It may be a laugh, something to deliberately retrain your nervous system to be able to receive and give love. For example, does that make sense? Totally. I go outside and put my arms up in the air and like feel the sun. And all of a sudden it's like, I have this whole new joy again. Yeah. I I totally know what you're talking about. So one of the biggest things that you said at the beginning was about the word boss, babe. And I could not agree with you more. And uh, it's actually a big reason why we created the name blessed mama bosses, because I wanted it to have something in there about boss women, but I don't love the boss mom, boss, babe, hustle and grind kind of thing. Right. So that's why we created the title blessed mama boss is because like, you know, that's what you are. It's a blessing that you can be a mom. It's a blessing that you can have a business. It's a blessing, you know, for all these different roles that we get to play instead of saying I have to, or, you know, it's, I get to, it's a blessing. So how do you um, help women who are in that, you know, that space that want to feel powerful? Like what would be a different way to say it instead of calling it boss mom or boss woman or boss babe? I mean, you know, at first off, they have to be willing to see and feel and know that they, they have to get connected to, are they, do they feel fulfilled? I mean, I'm, I actually just quit an organization where I was in the, and in, in, I've been in a couple of magazines and I quit this organization because, you know, there's, there, these women are perfect candidates for my work, but it was like, a, I realized that um, a lot of the women, they're, they're younger entrepreneurs in this space and they haven't had enough pain, quite frankly. Right. And so as I look, is the world better? Yeah, it would be. However, I also need to give my energy to this other space. So what can we do first off? That's where this quiz comes in. And then also for me to do it, for you to do a check-in and go, am I really fulfilled? When you start learning about these differences of the essences, you start understanding that, um, wow, I've never thought about that I'm getting juiced out of emasculating, you know, critic- cutting my man off and making him feel small in order to feel better. Um, <clears throat> so there's things like that. So I see I mean, people I- do it on their team, Sandy. You know, I know most of the women that are listening to this today are moms, are wives, are, you know, building businesses. But I've also, those of you that are leaders out there and you're a leader, if you have one person or more, um, I see them really do that to their team. And it breaks my heart because yes, sometimes we do have to, you know, show them like, Hey, try this instead of that. Or I heard that you did this. Let's talk it through. But there's other ways to do it besides chopping somebody's knees off. Right. Yeah. And that's why, you know, I have, um, and I know in your, and, and within your marital group, you've got the 21 day challenge. I have something called sacred respect, which is actually, it, it's, it takes women as a sacred with a K it actually gives you a daily dose of, of a, from a place of how to empower the masculine. So it's not just the men, it's the masculine. Cause you can actually, we can emasculate our little boys. 
I mean, not letting somebody help us. I mean, how many women, like I like to say, I'm a feminist who loves men. I'm a feminist who loves to revere and respect the heck out of men. And any time that we, I mean, how many of us have actually decorated the Christmas tree? And then, uh, and we're like telling the kids like, no, they put everything down on the bottom and we're, we're helicoptering them what to do. And then you feel their little hearts just go, hmm. Well, especially if they're little boys, I mean, letting them help us, even if they screw up, you know, put the groceries away wrong, um, it gives them an empowerment. And let's face it, we have generations now, you know, um, I know I'm a little bit old, I'm a little bit older than you, but we have generations of boys, my son being one of them. Now he's 21, believe it or not, camera's 21, is um, that, right? We had generations of boys, now men who were raised by women. And so, and so, you know, no, I was a single mom. I did the, I was playing both roles. I didn't realize that anytime I interrupted my son, told him what to do. Now, granted, there's, you have to parent, but there is a way and an energy you can do it. So I'm here, you know, and I'm kind of hoping that maybe you and I can partner up a bit within your group because the flair I'm going to do is from the energies, how we can really, you know, encourage through energy, but also through healing the wounds that make us want to do that anyway. Our kids have been raised with Nickelodeon and iCarly and um, us, Tim, the tool guy, home improvement, where men are just like, they're talked down to yeah. and they're idiots. Yeah. I mean, literally idiots. They, and, and so, oh my God, goosebumps. My mom raised me. You don't need a man. You don't need a man. You're told that enough. You believe that. Now, what I've learned through the theta work that you and you're going to experience too, is that that wasn't just from my mama. There was a long line of women in my life on both sides that did not respect men, not because they didn't love them, but because they, there had been a, a history of abuse and objectification and blah, 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 blah. Right. So um, I am not, you know, yes, there's been, there's been a lot of uh, patriarchal, you know, uh, history in the world. Um, no one can deny that, but we're not going to get it in my opinion with um, us hating. We're not, hate will never beget, you know, uh, abuse or what have you. And I know you agree with me here. So, um, so the boss babe thing is really more about, you know, I'm like, you know, I work a lot of women in the direct sales space and, my, and they're one-on-one clients of mine, because obviously I have the history of the success, yes. but also tying in this piece that, you know, the leaders are like, you know, don't sleep, don't eat, don't sleep with your husband, don't do this. And it's like, well, what? I mean, That's crazy. The goal. Right. and it's, and then, so you have to go, I mean, is this really, is this really, and then I'll get back to it. I'll go back and be sweet to my husband or spend time with my kids. But can I tell you, I remember one of those months I was going for the gold for Stella. I did like 35 shows in a, in a month. And my son actually tells me, he remembers when I started working again like that, because I had sold my company and, uh, and, and then it started with Stella after I, Steve and I split up and I, um, he's like, mom, you were gone all the time. And he, he remembers that. And so I'm not saying this is not a guilt trip that you don't go for your gold, but I want to teach you how you use the masculine structure, because just like as if you're, if you're looking at your, if you're looking at us now, you have your rectangle of your zoom. I have mine and that the, the, that's the structure. What you and I do within this is the art of the feminine. And so if we didn't, if I was only leading in my feminine, I'd never get anything done. I wouldn't have known to check my this. I wouldn't even know to even do how to even, you know, connect my zoom. I wouldn't have brushed my teeth this morning. I'd be like, oh, whatever feels good. I'm just going to, you know, so a lot of women, because they probably were raised a little bit in that space of survival, you know, they, if they get in touch with their, their juiciness, that's going to be scary. 
So like I said, a lot of women, you know, who meet a very feminine woman, um, they're going to feel like irritated because there's something that they, they really want that they don't have subconsciously. They, you, you girls may be listening going, I'm not like that. Hmm. Maybe not. But, but it actually, but, but one of my dear friends said this to me after I had done so much work in the headspace, getting all the, I mean, I've sort of, I've worked, Brenda Bouchard has been one of my mentors, Tony for two years directly. Um, I mean, I've worked with some big high name people in this space and, and the list goes on and on. I probably have spent over half a million dollars in all the things. And, um, and I never graduated from college, by the way, but I have a PhD in life. And, um, and that's why, you know, it's fascinating. My son, by the way, is in school for entrepreneurship. I still, I have to, and by the way, as much as I think that's crazy, how can you be in college for entrepreneurship? I call it the spiritual duct tape. Yes. And I, it, he has to have his own He's experience. really there for life experience. <laughs> Yeah, well, he's got to so, be well, on his own and learn how to do we, it. We know that, but I but I started school in nursing, and um, but can I tell you, I was probably the least nurturing woman on the planet because I had a limiting belief that uh, that men were that men were weak if they got sick because my mom's like you know because I had to work no matter right. what. I mean, I, I birthed a child. Give me a break. It still will come up if I'm not practiced. So that's why I use embodiment work. Um, you know, movement, um, not just dance, but I mean, to really, I would give you practices, you know, John and I, since we were working together, like I said, 144 relationships back, back on track, whether some, some of these couples were divorced and after meeting with us on zoom and doing some embodiment work and then them working with us individually, they were able to see the errors of their ways that weren't even their fault. Because mm-hmm. a lot of this, when I say some of this is not your fault, but once you know better, you start doing better. But it starts Amen. with, it really starts with what are you doing moment to moment to moment? Um, and I have a, you know, a YouTube that I did on following your pleasure and pleasure does not just mean the seduction. It actually means like, what is, do you make sure that you have your favorite toothpaste? Do you make sure that you are, um, that you've nurtured yourself with enough water? Do you actually, um, is there like, when I, I have a ritual when I go on some of my podcasts, you know, I, I have like, there's an orchid here. I have my tea here. I, everything has its place. That's my masculine shepherding, shepherding my feminine, because if all this is in place right here and my masculine's done that, then my feminine is going to show up so full for you. So I can give now the misnomer is, and I want to say this, I did all this healing work, as you know, um, and then attracted a beautiful noble man um, in my program. I call it the sacred relationship vision, where we do hypnosis and we pull out old beliefs and we create something um, that is magical for you. And I use frequencies as well. So there's a lot of woo-woo in what I do and a lot of like just basic traditional work. But then you get in the relationship. And I know you've experienced this because you've been in the committed relationship and the two of you did not bail. Mm-hmm. Let's face it, many people bail and they bail several times, you know, divorced. I mean, I'm working with a woman now who's been married five times and she's a beautiful woman in the church, but she d- she's never healed the patterns that have her attracting the same person in. Mm-hmm. So then you're married or you're in partnership. Um, and then, like I said, the best spiritual practice is to be with that in a monogamous relationship where you trigger each other. So you learn this art. So instead of being pissy and controlling uh, or criticizing, like you said, people do that with their teams. I would, what we would do and what we can do, and I'm sure you already do this because you, you wouldn't have the success 
it's trained the leaders, the women leaders, how to lead in their masculine, but to have the compassion of the feminine and that understand that there is a way that you, you're going to talk to the man different than the woman um, because we are so different. Women try to make men hairy women. Like we think like, oh, and, and they just think that we're ir- ir- you know, irrational, right. you know, men with no hair. It's like, it's fascinating how the brain works. And one of my certifications, um, you know, with one of my teachers, you know, Allison, is like, I had, I, I, I had to, it felt like I had to back then, but I look back now and what a gift, a hundred men for a year, the same men for a year. And it was, they signed up for it because they got free coaching and they got to, they were, they were serving the community hundred men. And there was a series of questions and interviews for a year. And what I loved is the best finding was, um, strong 99 of them said strong. They are, they love strong women who are voluntarily vulnerable. Mm. And I was like, because the submissive part that gets beaten up in, in the fate space or just out there in the world, even in the boss, babe, I'm not going to submit. I'm not going to, I am not, uh, uh. it comes right. from a place of that versus um, I get to choose, like, I actually get to choose my sacred space, I, my sacred, my body, this space, my agency, not just sexually, like who literally enters me, but also where am I spending my time? Right. We get to decide. We forgot that in this whole feminist movement, because in the feminist movement, what we've done, our toxic feminine has made us so competitive. Yes. And it was we think- really about choices. Right. And yet somehow we've judged each other's choices. Even ourselves, we judge ourselves and our choices. Yeah. Let's just, let's, without going political, I mean, this last year was so depolarizing between, you know, people knew on the coronavirus and should we quarantine and now the vaccine and then who are we voting for versus, you know, we don't see like God in these people. Like I'm amazed at how many people aren't friends anymore because they they're opposing. Um, right. I love the diversity of bringing people in my life, but, the, but we have to be able to have an intelligent conversation, right? Yes. I've even had to yes. put a boundary. My mask then put a boundary around my mom initially around her viewpoint with the election, because it wasn't that I didn't necessarily agree with her at the core of it, but the way that she was bringing it to me was so toxic that I felt like I had to take a shower after. Yeah. So, um, so, you know, like you and I, we, we pray before. I also teach women how to zip up their energy and like close it out and put that, sh- that, that shield of protection um, because people will latch on to the positive. And uh, even if they're watching through Instagram and they're like, I like what she has and they're sending negative thought forms. Thought forms are just as powerful as someone texting you and calling you a bitch, honestly. Mm-hmm. So um, again, I, that's a lot in that, in this, this small so, space. Yeah. I'm going to hop in. So this has been like so much good information, Sandy, honestly. And I know we're already probably, if I had to guess, we're probably already at a 30 minute par- mark, which is longer, I know, which is longer than we usually do, but I know people are getting so much out of this. So I want you guys to go to the show notes and I want you to take that quiz that Sandy talked about, and I'm going to encourage you to go find her. All of her social media is there. Sandy, shout out really quick. Where can they find you? Um, your website, your Instagram, your Facebook, and guys, this also be in the show notes. Yeah. So you can actually, um, I, I think they sent this to you sacred, sacred, she society with a K that's actually my free online Facebook group where we actually do a lot of teachings and I'll do live teachings there. Um, I do have my paid programs and my one-on-one, I have a, a sacred, she sisterhood, which is an eight month journey. That is quite beautiful. Um, that I bring women and I, and they apply. It's definitely, um, by invitation only, um, once you feel the urge to go deeper. Uh, but the quiz and sacred she society, sandysumbler.com. 
Um, but I would say that the Facebook group is the best. And of course, I'm on Instagram. Awesome. Well, thanks so much, Sandy, for being here with us today. And you guys, listen, do me a favor. Take a picture of this podcast today. Share it out on your social media space. Tag Sandy. Tag Blessed Mama Bosses. We want to hear from you. And I have a feeling a bunch of you guys are going to be sending me messages asking for more on this. So let us know. What do you need more on? What do you want to learn more of? And don't forget to go check out all of Sandy's stuff in the show notes today. So Sandy, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this episode and want to hang out with us more. Join us inside our Facebook community. You can find us at www.blessedmamabossesgroup.com. We'll see you inside.